Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, yes, and welcome. You've made it to, I don't know what day you're listening to this, but they go out every Tuesday. So you've at least made it to one Tuesday that we know about. So congratulations. We're going to get you through your commute, your gym, whatever you're doing. Today, I'm joined by Glamour's content editor, Leanne Bailey. Hello. And the spectacularly handsome, charming, all-round, talented entertainer, Mr. Jamie Campbell-Bauer. Hello. Thank you, Hi. Thanks for being here. No, thank you for having me. I, you know what? You and I uh, chat a little bit on Twitter every now and again. We're Twitter pals. And what I have noticed is I, I've been dying to get this story in. You'll get there in the end. Once I got, uh, I had a little flirtation for a couple of days with Harry Styles on Twitter. We were like, I know. It's like, you know, no death threats. Highly disappointing. <laughs> Nobody saw me as a threat to Harry Styles's oh, single at the time. Stage. No, <laughs> no, he did. It was something about buying my toes. You can look it up. I don't know. It was weird. But um, I thought my phone went mental that day. But then you, if you say to me something like, oh, yeah, Joe, I've got that vacuum cleaner. I love that vacuum <laughs> cleaner, though, to be fair. <laughs> then my Twitter goes mental for weeks. Your fans are insane. I apologize. I mean, in a good way. I yeah. apologize on behalf of them. If that's all I, I can I, say. I'm kind of expected to see 500 of them out there right now. <laughs> they don't know where we are at the yeah, moment. I nearly tweeted that you were coming in and I thought, no, that's a very bad idea for your health and safety. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, how do you handle it? I mean, it's an amazing thing. I mean, I've been working for like 10 years now. I started working mm-hmm. when I was about 18 and those jobs that I did when I first started working obviously were quite high profile jobs big and franchise films. big franchise movies yeah. and stuff like that. And I think from that, you know, obviously you gain a certain following. Um, but so it's I've, nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with me. It's no. purely, it's yeah. more Robert Pattinson than anything. <laughs> if I'm being brutally honest, um, you're, you're the, you're the almost attainable friend next. Exactly. Year, right? Yeah. 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 I'm <laughs> the best friend in the movie. That's what I am. That's, that's all I am. They're like, I'm the, he's the way in. He will be friends with him and then he can get us in. No, I mean, it's, it's, I've always tried to just like be myself, I guess. And, and what I, what I discovered on social media and stuff is the fact that actually the more you are yourself is the more that people connect and, you share your stories and so on and so forth and that's really cool for me because 
I still like I, I always think oh I'm just a kid I'm still just like figuring out who I am and sure the stuff that I do is like crazy and it's bizarre and like I guess from the outside perspective it's seen as very glamorous but underneath all that there's still like me and there's still a human I, I've, I've never tried to be anything other than that so um it's really it's it's a really like emotional experience for me when I get to meet those people who you know who do follow us around and is oh. it ever an, a terrifying experience it can be I mean it can be sometimes of yeah. course you know I, I think we I've had experiences where um somebody sent me a, a a parcel we were filming in fact it was the last twilight we were filming in Baton Rouge and I got this parcel delivered to the hotel that we were all staying at there's like 72 of us and in the parcel was this wheel of cheese um, a letter. I mean, sorry, that's the dream. You're it gets complain, weirder though. Are you going to complain about getting a big wheel of cheese? It gets weird. Right. A, a letter describing some like terribly sexually explicit things that this individual wanted to do to me, and a bondage collar with with nipple wow. cramps on oh, it. Okay. And then after can I, that, can I get that back? By the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I gave it to the guys on the hotel door. I was really freaked out by it, so I was like, "Here, you guys can just have this." Oh um, God. And then, and then yeah. this person would like call up the hotel room and, and just breathe down the phone. So the, sometimes it gets a bit weird. Wow. But I'm Why all about weird. Like I like weird. It, it, weird is good. And now you're a, a grown-up human, as kind you of. say, with um, a brand new album. Yes. Another string to your bow. Yeah. It? It's. I mean, it's something that I've done since I was a kid. Like playing music has always been a massive part of my life. I used to play in bands when I was like. 14, 15, and then at around 15, I started to gig in London. So started to play like up in um, North London and did uh, Madame Jojo's was like our second show, which is now shut down, which was an amazing venue. Um, and it just happened that I think that the acting like sort of took off earlier than the music did. It was always something that I just continued to do. And then with this new band that I started Counterfeit about 18 months ago, we kind of, I kind of just put all the excess time that I had between filming things straight into that. Um, and don't really have a social life anymore, if I'm being totally honest. But that's great. I love it. Um, and it's, yeah, we recorded this record and, and it's, it's out today. We Are Stronger Together? Together We Are Stronger, yeah. Yeah, Together We Are Stronger, sorry. Together I got we the are right stronger. words in the yeah. wrong <laughs> order. Or you can abbreviate it to twas, yeah. which oh, is great. Oh, there you go. Like it's the Twilight fans like a bit <laughs> exactly. of that's, that sort of thing. So you're on to a winner there. No, so it's out, when we're recording this, it's out today. So it's yeah. out now, listeners. And I must admit, it really... It has spoken to me, Jamie. It's like it really took me back to my youth. It's sort of like for it's really hard rock. It's really sort of like Nirvana-y and all of those sorts of things. Are they influence? Are they the right influences that I'm yeah, referencing there? Or? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we get asked that question a lot, which is sort of you know, what are your main influences for the record, and, and where do your musical inspirations come from? And I grew up in a household that was very accepting of all different types of music. My parents were both in the music industry. So, you know, there's like classical music floating around my house, rock and roll, folk, all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, I guess like the grunge scene when I was like 15, you know, everyone kind of gets into that whole like grunge scene and Nirvana. And then I progressed into slightly more sort of heavier rock. But there's also that classic rock element to it as well. You know, uh, a little bit of Motley Crue in there, a little bit of Guns N' Roses. I like the whole rock star kind of thing that was going on at that time for sure and, and I definitely wanted to capture that on the record but I think it needed to remain like a live album like it sounded like it was sort of trying to survive in a weird way that was that was always my vision for it like it was just struggling are you as angry in real life as as the music is um I'm not like as outwardly I would say as aggressive as the music is the music and what I'm writing about on the record is very personal and it's a very 
personal thing that I that I went through in in terms of you know coming out of being a kid and becoming a young man or a young adult you slowly but surely you know get the realization that you know that, that there's feeling underneath all that you know all those sort of like hormones and those new exciting things they sort of t- die away and underneath all of that there's this there's there's a individual and i i made certain changes in my life when i was about 25 and through you know through just basically growing up i was able to feel a lot more and i kind of found myself angry and hurt and confused and i wanted to get that out of me and i think music for me needs to be that it needs to be that form of expression it needs to be real and honest so yeah i think sometimes i am are you able to talk about was there one particular moment where you thought actually something's got to change yeah i mean i think um i've spoken about it more recently um and I'm, i'm happy to talk about it now i guess i mean i kind of just cleaned up my life as a as a bit as a kid like i started working when i was quite young and and with that, there's this, you know, there's this great, everything's amazing and everything's exciting and you're going to all these wonderful parties and everything's great. And it's a life's a party. Life's yeah. a party for like, you know, life was a party for seven years and I had a great time. And I got to 25 and I just went, actually, do you know what? Like, I think I, I feel like I'm missing out on experiences by being, by just being a bit of a mess sometimes, if I'm honest. Um, so I was like, I just cut that, I cut that bullshit out and I was like, I'm done with that. Like no more being a wreck, no more, you know, Mm. no more fun. No, (laughs) no, I still have fun. (laughs) Good to know. Okay. So now we're going to dive deep into the issues of the day. Well, the issues of, I don't know. I don't know if they're. Are they issues of the day? Do we care? We do care. We do we care? It's uh, there's just the sort of minutiae that takes up our day at Glamour as these sorts of issues. So, Jamie, is it okay to hate big crowds of people? Big crowds of people, not crowds. Big crowds. I can speak sometimes. Uh, I'm. Yeah. I yeah. I I think so. I I go. I fluctuate between this feeling of loving to loving being in front of a crowd and absolutely despising it i get incredibly anxious before i have to go and like stand on stage or go to a premiere or something like that so i mean it's always been something for me that i've had to deal with but uh it's not something that i'd necessarily like sort of love on a day-to-day basis it's it's context isn't i mean i guess if you're all pumped about doing a gig and you go out and there's three people out there Yeah. yeah has that ever happened Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. A lot of times. I mean, you know, you sort of go out there expecting 400 people and there's your mum and, you know, the dog, which is, you know, which is nice of them. They didn't have anything else on. Yeah. Well, I don't think they even bought a ticket. I think they were just on the guest list, you know, had nothing else to do. But I think it's okay to hate big crowds of people. I mean, yeah, I think we've all been there. Have you been there? I mean, I like big crowds of people. Like, obviously not on my early morning commute. That's oh, like the nightmare. She's so sociable though, Eliane. Oh, I am sociable. She likes people. I, yeah. don't, I don't feel like when I'm, talking, when I'm talking to friends, and there's a lot of us, that's when I get a little bit stressed out. I kind of just want to talk to one friend and that's and that be it. Have you reached that age where you just want to sit down somewhere nice and quiet? Oh, no. Rest I mean, because I have. Totally. I'm with you, Sean. Yeah, honestly, yeah. So, I'm welcome to that age. Damn, I don't want to be that age. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hun. Yeah. But you, you've got, I'm interested in, you've got a really, 
Well, I was going to say weird because that's the first thing that pops into my head. (laughs) An unconventional Mm -hmm. living arrangement at the moment. I do, yes. Um, So I've recently moved into a new co-living community in um, London called The Collective. It sounds like a cult. It does. (laughs) Are you you intrigued? Who's the leader? (laughs) Oh, I think he's like 24 years old. Oh, you see, it's a cult. There is a leader. Yeah, Yeah, there is a leader. Do you have to to sort of worship him in any way, shape or form? Every morning, don't (laughs) you? Um, he's actually quite nice looking every, as well. Every, <laughs> every, every night he takes one of his wives <laughs> sort of in a rotating basis. Yeah. yeah. Is this not the Playboy Mansion? Is that what this is? Oh, <laughs> Hugh Hefner is your leader. Way less glamorous than the Playboy Mansion. Though I do look pink. Um, so yeah, so basically on every single floor you have your own space to live in but then there's something to do with everyone else that lives there. So whether it's a bar, library, spa, gym... I know communal kitchens to cook with other people not that I do that um yeah so I'm meant to hang out with a lot of people all the time but then I just go home and watch Netflix in my room by myself well I mean I bet they're all talking about how unsociable you are I think they are in the communal kitchen (laughs) yeah yeah I do get a bit of FOMO especially on a Friday night because they have their like drinks on a Friday night in the bar and I'm just like I walk in like oh they're all having a party and I'm just gonna go up to my room then bye yeah. So you're afraid of them? Yes, I think that's the, it's the fear. It is a fear. Yeah. I I hear you. I well, mean, that is a, a classic introverted thing. I don't. I'm quite happy in, in a bunch of people and in a bunch of strangers. But last night I went to the theatre on my own because my friend was in the play, so oh, that was all very exciting. Darling. But it was, um, you know, I did feel weird. It was just me in this big space of people. If 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 I walk in and like it gradually builds up in numbers of people I'm fine but if you have to walk in and be on to a really loud buzzy room that's weird yeah that's the stressful part are you the same kind of I I, I mean I find like also a lot of the time when you go to sort of parties and so on and so forth particularly if you're going by yourself that is the most terrifying experience like I will I'll walk in there and just stand still will you come yeah please that would be so nice (laughs) and everyone else looks so glamorous and I stand there and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) no but it's true and I and I think it was a real watershed moment for me I had I was at a work function and I had to go by myself and I found myself I was I could either stand in the corner with my drink and pretend to be busy on my phone or I literally had to go up to groups like groups of people all chatting and go hi I'm I'm Joe and and that actually I actually made some good friends out of doing that but god that felt like jumping off a cliff Thank God for the but, mobile yeah. phone. Yeah, thank God, for, thank God <laughs> yeah. for social media at that point in time. Yeah. But see, the thing is, Joe, people will come up. You, you'll introduce yourself and people will go, oh, cool, Joe Elvin, like, great. I'll go. Oh, no, I'll not, go in, in, no not in this room. No, really? No, no not a good no, room. Nobody, I had to explain who the hell I was. You know, it wasn't like, you know... I'm not a celebrity, do you know what I mean? Like, oh. you can do that. Well, no, because I still... I get the question of, actor, how's that going? <laughs> Sympathetic head tilt. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it nice? Are you having a nice time? Is it, actors are supposed to hate questions like, now what have I seen you in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What have I seen? No, I haven't seen that. Is it no. Doctor Who? Is it yeah. Doctor Who you're in? Yeah, I like yeah. Doctor Who. Oh, is it? And then, and then I think actors, they hate rattling off, well, maybe you've seen me in this. No, it wasn't that. No, no. no. <laughs> I started to lie. Like, I started to lie to taxi drivers oh, a few really? years ago when I, when I realised that they would ask the question of, what, what have you been in? I'd start to go. I'd tell them the truth. I'd say, I'd say what do you do? And I'd say, oh, well, I work in the film industry. What do you do? I'm a, I'm a grip. Like, <laughs> that's what I do. You know, it just shuts the conversation the down instantly. Like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah look at you. Camera. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Turn the music up there. Yeah. yeah, that's not what You've got oh, holes okay. in your jeans. Come on, pull it together, boy. <laughs> well, so I think, Leanne, I think your task tonight, 
because this oh is actually God. a Friday that we're recording this, yes. is I want you to Insta story going into the crowded bar. Make a new friend. Oh, Go on. What's the worst oh. that can happen? I don't know. <laughs> Take Jamie. He's not doing anything. We're throwing anything. a party tonight. Come down yeah. to our party. Okay, cool. I've got in the plan. Sorry, John. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Who of us here are in a relationship and who's single? Single. I'm in a relationship. Same. So is it okay? And this will be, we'll have a good mix of, you know, I think your relationship is, has to be a lot younger than my relationship because I've been married 2,000 years. <laughs> Beginning of time. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's like, it feels like the first day. It's, nice. <laughs> it's amazing. Aww. Leanne, you'll have opinions on this as a single person. Yes. Is it okay to be that couple, in adverted commas, who do everything together. And it's so sweet and lovely. And you can already tell what I'm thinking of it. It's like, yeah. I can't. Jamie? We, we, I mean, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend and I can't do everything together. Like, we'd end up, we probably end up killing one another. How long is, how old is this relationship? This relationship is three years old. Oh, right. Okay. So it's not the honeymoony phase where we might forgive you for such a... That yeah. was gone like three months in. Yeah. Are you kidding? Like that's, you know, it's like once you find out really who the person is, you're like, oh, okay. well, I mean, I still love you, but like, God, yeah. you are no way basically. You're not, <laughs> you're not a mythical, magical unicorn creature <laughs> exactly. like I thought it's, on your Tinder profile. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I've never used Tinder. <laughs> never. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I, Honestly, I don't think we could do everything together. I mean, I think it's very sweet when you do see those people who who do do everything together. No, but it's I very, think it's weird. Do you think it's yeah. weird? I think it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we awful? Maybe we're just not very romantic, but I don't know. I think one of the reasons I have been successfully married for the last 2,000 years is that we have our own friends and we do our own stuff. I think it's, uh, what would we talk about if we did everything together? Mm. It's. I said, that's from that point of view, I just don't understand it. Mm. But I don't know. Do we know anybody who's successfully that conjoined and that cute? It's when people like James, um, who's producing today, was in our office saying, you know, having friends who describe everything as we. Oh, we don't like that. 
you know, we don't we don't like chicken. We don't go out on Saturdays. <laughs> no, we have curry on Friday. You know, it's like who, what, when did this happen? Yeah, when did you become one yeah. entity? Yeah, I did not ask for we. I asked for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking your emotional baggage. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I get people being happy. That's nice. I yeah. don't. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, Happiness I know what you mean. This is upsetting. <laughs> Deeply upsetting. It is, isn't it? Like the smugness on Instagram as well. There's so much smugness. I, I feel like every single time I look on my Instagram, it's like a smug couple all the time. But are we, let's examine ourselves. Are we just being a bit jealous of those people who are so blissfully 100%, together? 100%. Or I, I feel, I slightly feel sometimes like, and I think this often when I read celebrity interviews where um, they're sort of like really demonstrably going on about what an amazing partner they're with. I, to me, that's protesting too much. That's almost trying to convince yourself that everything's great and lovely. So I don't know. I think that, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because you're reading those interviews going, it's all fucking falling apart. Yeah, yeah I know it is. I know. <laughs> and, and I have to say, I've got a good hit rate. Yeah, do, like, you, you know, do you? So I'd say I'm 70% right. I hear you. Yeah. I feel you. I think, I mean, I suppose in, in terms of sort of like celebrity interviews and so on and so forth, I do. I mean, my partner's amazing. Like Matilda, she's a, an incredible human being, and like I love her to bits. And if anybody did ever ask me about her in an interview, of course I'd say, you know, an, um, what, all the amazing stuff. I'm not going to stand there and be like, oh well, we had a row last night because one of us <laughs> no, forgot I, to do I the washing that. up. What I what I mean is, I think the couples who are authentically and genuinely happy are genuinely the ones who go, yeah, I'm in a relationship and it's great and it's happy, but. I'm not going to talk about it. I and mean, we, we always as journalists ask the questions, but I'm always a little bit wary of the people who then want to bang on about right. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, make in that really, it. this is the most, uh, you know, people who say things like, I finally met my soulmate. That's, that's a rehearsed soundbite. Have you ever said that to you? No, okay. I don't think so. Not out, not to, not, <laughs> not out, not, not not out loud. Not Maybe to, thought it. It's nice if he says it to her. Yeah, that's nice. Maybe not to the media. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I absolutely know what you yeah. mean. And, I, and going back to your point about sort of like people who do, you know, people who do do everything together. I think it's, like you say, I think it is important to have separate lives because before you met each other, you were still doing your own thing. Yeah. You were, st- you know, just because you meet somebody doesn't mean that your world gets that much smaller and that, it, you know, that you have to be so inward. I mean, I'm naturally quite an inward person anyway. So like my world is very small from, you know, from birth. Um, so, you know, I, I, don't, I struggle. I struggle. I think it's nice, you, you know, it's nice to, uh, another person can add to your life as well in that way. You know, I have, we have shared interests now that he's introduced me to and vice versa. So there's that part of it. It sort of like expands your world in a way. But I just, I would hate anybody to think that if they invited Ross to something that I'm there as a package deal and vice versa. I just think that's weird. Because I, mean, I think there are people who, don't like me and they, they like Ross and so they'd quite like to that to carry on you know I mean also not to be you know an eggy Nancy but I love when, you that's such a cute saying I mean I say it all the time but when a couple ends and if they've all got the same friends because they do the same thing all the time yeah then what do the friends do they've got to pick and then oh, it's, it's awkward it's and then very awkward without any friends picking sides yeah I think battle to the death is the only way that that yeah. can be fixed really the hunger game style kind of exactly <laughs> maybe a little bit more battle royale but yeah I get you yeah <laughs> that's fine because I would totally win (laughs) (laughs) you got all the you got all the good stuff (laughs) so we know that more and more of you are listening to hey it's okay every week while you're commuting or going to the gym or pouring that gin in the kitchen i saw you i know it's a double wheel now but um 
And we are loving hearing your feedback. So please do subscribe on iTunes so that you never, ever miss an episode. You've got enough to think about um, so we can remind you every week. And if you leave a review and if we read it out here, you're getting a special uh, little prize from the Glamour Beauty Cupboard. So do do that. So, I'm oh, you've got a great review and possibly one of the worst names to read out. Um, from. So we've got a review here from... It sounds like I'm giving you my credit card number, MLC0091. Catchy. Okay, so uh, my review for you is get another username, but we love you anyway. Because you said, thank you, Glam Squad, for your Hey It's Okay podcast. It gets me through a very boring commute. And that's the point, everybody. We can really help you with that. Even if I do get some odd looks for laughing to myself. Thanks also for talking about social media. For ages, I've been forcing myself to get to grips with Snapchat. But your talk made me realize that if you don't love it, then ditch it. Oh, yes, I've got no time for Snapchat. So if you get in touch with me at edit, editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk, MLC, all the numbers, we will be um, sending you something fab in the post. So thank you. I mean, I should probably cede the floor on this one because I'm, I'm the worst offender. Is it okay to be a potty mouth? Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, job done. Thanks for coming. It's, yeah. yeah, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Game over. Thank yeah. you so much, team. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Drop the mic. It's a <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> Yeah, of course it is. I mean, you know, swearing is an extension of the English language. I think if you're using it in the correct, you know, in the correct fashion, in the correct word to emphasize certain moments, absolutely. I I think if you're just brazenly swearing to describe something that actually you could use better words so like hey jamie do you want a fucking coffee that sort of yeah is that that that's not on well it would be if you were if you were angry with me you know i'd understand you know if if i'd if i'd upset you if i hadn't done anything that you'd asked me to do which tends to happen stop it i don't believe you i might do that when i go to starbucks at lunchtime hey can i have a tall skinny fucking latte please yeah yeah and make it shit in quick yeah 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 i know well I I, re- I actually wrote an editor's letter about this recently because I do swear too much. I, maybe it's the Australian in me. I don't know. Um, I pr- I don't do. Do you want an effing coffee? But I it, particularly if I'm angry, which tends to happen a lot when you're a magazine editor. You know, the, it comes fa- fast and furious and very colourful. And I know a few people around here have told me that I've taught them words that they didn't even know existed. <laughs> um, but I, re- I don't know. And I, I sort of like every now and again, I listen to the people in the office and nobody swears as much as I do. And I kind of feel like somebody in my position should perhaps be a, a bit more mature and a bit more commanding and powerful. And I'm not sure it's very powerful to be swearing all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I get you to be swearing all the time. You know, if it's part of your language and it's part of who you are, I don't see the point in changing it, really, if I'm honest. Like if you're just going to go out there and cast like and you feel comfortable with doing that and you're not like really offending anyone, then great, be my guest. Like, absolutely. Every now and again, I wonder if I am really offending people. You, what don't, about offend you, you don't offend me, Jane. Well, you have to say that. You're standing here. I know, but you don't. So, I mean, yeah. I don't get offended by swearers. Because you don't, don't swear, do you, really? I don't swear that much. Only if something like I've lost my phone and then I go on that, like, you know, that weird tantrum and then you find it again and it's really awkward. But <laughs> I don't really swear that much, I don't think. I mean, maybe some people would disagree, but I, I don't, especially not at work. I don't think I do at work. No, you don't. No. And that's it's people like you, I think, oh, she can communicate without doing that. <laughs> I really need to have a good Grass. look at myself, you know, a real word with myself. It's and, and then there's the whole thing. I have had people tell me that 
you know, which makes me swear is like, it's not ladylike. Actually, a friend of mine had a, a boyfriend who once said to her, look, I love you. I think you're great, but you drink too much and you swear too much. Oh, and she said, oh, fuck off and go and get me another drink. You're perfect. Like, <laughs> the best response ever. Fantastic. But I don't know. Do people think worse of women who swear, whether or not they should? But. I mean, I watched Amy Schumer's, um, you know, the leather oh, yeah. show last night. And, you know, she was swearing so much and I love her for that. Like, I, but I know that Michelle Obama probably just never, you know, never swears. But... Just some people, it works for them. And, and like Amy Schumer, you can't imagine her not swearing. Joe, I can't imagine you not swearing. See, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> you can't imagine not being able to not imagine you to be able to not swear. I'm not sure that's a good image. <laughs> <laughs> I need something, you know. Someone who's constantly on the verge of a breakdown. <laughs> Possibly. But it's the consonants, they just feel so good. It's like, you know, it's like a workout, isn't it? It it's is. Like a, oh, that felt good. It's like... You know, popping bubble wrap. It's like that. I would never say the yes. C word. That's never. Well, I, came you know, out I, yeah, I can't say that I've never said the C word. It's one of my favourite words. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not going to say it now, but it's up there. You know, it's and up there. You know, there's a lot of people who have a real feminist issue with it, which I totally understand. I can't help that it's got the best consonants. It really has. It's so cathartic. Feels great. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say it now because I don't want to upset everybody. But um, yeah, it's true, right? Do you swear on your album? Oh, I heard shit a couple of times. I do. I swear a yeah. bit. I swear a bit on the record. But again, you know, that's to, like that's to emphasise a point, and I think it's to emphasise, you know, how I'm feeling at that particular time. I've never really like had to check myself though with my swearing. Occasionally, like you say, you know, at work and stuff. If I'll be like shooting something, if I'm on a set and I'm like effing and blinding, and everyone's sort of just like being very calm, I'm like, yeah, is there, TMZ. So- is there something wrong with me? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a proud day when you're and you realize you do have to rein it in. I said, my daughter was three and she was trying to get my attention. She was going, Mummy, Mummy, Mummy. And then she went, oh, Fuck! Like this. <laughs> and, and of course, everybody like everybody laughed, which gets through. <laughs> kind of is, but you know, my husband said to me, That's you, that's your fault. And he was right. But then we were both sort of like, really proud of the exact perfect context in which she used it so you know it was like some of our parenting skills at one point yeah Yeah. exactly yeah she's you know she's got a good command of you know the language that we speak of attention of needing attention and then she got a little bit older and said to me now mummy in her best bbc accent clipped tones like mummy you're supposed to be setting me a good example You got told. Yeah, yeah. So I really, I don't swear as much at home. So maybe that's why I do it more at work. Oh my God. Yeah. But life's frustrating sometimes. I mean, I I get constantly frustrated with things, you know. I mean, particularly doing what you do, you know, it must be absolutely frustrating. I find it exactly the same when the pressure's on and when things have got to be done. It's like if if something sort of just slightly falls apart a bit, it, it is. It's that moment I'm like, fucking hell, like, yeah. come on, like, let's get this done. I think the thing, that, the frustration in my job is that, and Leanne and James will, will know, it's, it's dependent on so many other outside people right. being able to be relied upon. And one little thing in the chain falls apart and that cover shoot falls through yeah. or it's a huge pressure. And so, yes, you do end up because you can't swear at the people who've let you down. So you end up just having a big old tirade. At everyone. (laughs) Well, we have a communal sort of, you know, it is like like a session, isn't it? Therapy. Let it be known that when I got here, Joe was storming around the office, swearing at everybody. (laughs) Throwing things. She had this staff as well. It was like this flaming torch thing. It was like all dark. She was wearing like this black cloak. It was really, it was intimidating experience. There's a, you know, a management style book coming out for me next year. (laughs) Hashtag girl boss. (laughs) (laughs) Who swears?
<laughs> Hashtag devil boss. <laughs> okay, well, that was fucking great, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today, Jamie Campbell Bauer. Thank you, Jamie. And your cheekbones. Yes. Yeah, Can I know. Can I just shout out to those, please? Carved Sorry. from granite. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I appreciate uh, that. Thank you, Leanne Bailey, for being here with me today and putting up with all my potty mouth behaviour. You're fucking welcome, Dad. Yes. <laughs> so, Counterfeit, Together We Are Stronger. You got it. It is out now. It is, you know, in, in place of swearing, I'd say it's the next best thing to eke out some aggression. So go and do it. So thanks so much again and come back soon. Thank you, Joe. 